0: Russia, the Ukraine, and today's story just complicates it all. You may have heard already on Ash Wednesday, the bishops of the Ukraine have asked Pope Francis to consecrate Russia and the Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart, as instructed by Our Lady of Fatima. Completely amazing. Today, I'm going to do two things, maybe three if we have time. First off, I'm going to read this special message that has been sent by Archbishop Markzicki. Hopefully, I'm saying that correct. That's This is him right here. And the bishops of the Ukraine asking for this special consecration. I'm going to give you the background on the consecration of Russia, why it's so important. And then... I'm going to do something controversial, and I'm going to go in to the question of whether or not John Paul II consecrated Russia to the Immaculate Heart. You've been watching my podcast for years. If you've read my books, you know I firmly and strongly believe that John Paul II did not consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart, and I'll make the case for that today. Of course, this also leads to the question of, if it was already done, why are the bishops of the Ukraine asking for it? All right, it's a difficult time. Very confusing media presentation on what's going on in Russia and the Ukraine. To be honest, I don't support the political leadership of Russia, obviously, with Vladimir Putin. And I don't support the political leadership of the Ukraine. Of course, I love and support the people of the Ukraine. And the Ukrainians, and every single day on Twitter and social media, I've been asking people, pray for the Ukraine, pray for the Ukrainians, pray for the people. But there's something rotten going on. I don't know fully the whole thing. I'm not a politician myself. Today, we're going to stick to the theology and we're going to pray. Today, I think because it's a Marian topic, we'll pray the Hail Mary at the beginning and we'll pray the Hail Mary at the end. So let's pray the Ave Maria now, Oremus, Nomini Patris, et Fidii, et Sancti, Amen. Ave Maria, gratia, plena Dominus Tecum, benedicta tu in molieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et et mortis nostre, Amen. Our Lady Fatima, pray for us, Nomini Patris, et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti, Amen. All right, as we're getting started here, if you like this video, give the thumbs up, share it on Facebook, and if you're new, please do subscribe by hitting the subscription button and the bell to be notified. I will likely be doing a follow-up video to this, if I can get the research done, on Vladimir Putin in 2013 requesting Francis to consecrate Russia. Kind of a wild story, if true. So uh, I'm currently... Learning about that and researching it. So, if you want to get that video, if it comes out in the future, go ahead and subscribe and you'll get notified. Okay, so what's going on? I'm going to read to you the statement that's been translated into English, and I'm reading this off of Life Site News. Their intro reads this The Roman Catholic bishops of the Ukraine have asked Pope Francis to consecrate Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary as requested by the Blessed Virgin in Fatima to bring an end to the current conflict. End quote. Okay, so here's the statement from the Ukrainian bishops. Holy Father, in these hours of immeasurable pain and terrible ordeal for our people, we, the bishops of the Episcopal Conference of Ukraine, are spokesmen for the unceasing and heartfelt prayer supported by our priests and consecrated persons, which comes to us from all Christian people, that your holiness will consecrate our motherland and Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Responding to this prayer, we humbly ask your holiness to publicly perform the act of consecration to the sacred Immaculate Heart of Mary of Ukraine and Russia as requested by the Blessed Virgin in Fatima. May the Mother of God, Queen of Peace, accept our prayer, Regina Pacis nobis, which is Latin for Queen of Peace, pray for us. Now, this is some of the biggest... If you follow Our Lady Fatima, if you believe that the Blessed Virgin Mary, the ever-virgin Theotokos, came down from her throne at the right hand of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, and spoke to children in Fatima, Portugal, and revealed a threefold secret to those children, which included praying the rosary every day, consecrating the first five Saturdays, in reparation for the five sins committed against the Virgin Mary and her son, and, drumroll please, the consecration of Russia by Pope the Pope in union with the bishops of the world. Also a call for penance. That's the message of Fatima. And it began in 1917 on May 13th. Why May 13th? This goes back to the year of our Lord, 609. Pope Boniface IV, consecrated in Rome, notice the word consecrated here is being used, the Pantheon. What's the Pantheon? The Pantheon was an evil, idolatrous temple dedicated to all the gods of the Roman Empire. All the demons and devils of the Roman Empire had a house, a temple in Rome in which they dwell, where the people in their superstition worshipped demons as gods. And Pope Boniface IV consecrated that old, filthy temple called the Pantheon, all gods, and instead consecrated that idolatrous building to the honor and praise of the Blessed Virgin Mary and all the martyrs. The saints. When did that happen? That happened on May 13th, 609. So this reveals the trajectory, the teleology of the Fatima message. It's a consecration going back to May 13th, 609, of what is pagan and evil and idolatrous in the Roman Empire and consecrating it to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Are you with me? So that demons are no longer worshipped, but Christ the King is worshipped. Boniface IV IV also installed an icon of the Mother of God, the Panagia, which is all-holy. Hodegetria means directress, guide, leader. That was May 13th. So in 1917, Our Lady asks for this papal consecration and she specifies it has to be of Russia because Russia is going to spread her errors throughout the world. Now, on March 15, 1917, the Tsar, Nicholas II, was forced to abdicate. So all of this is happening as the Russian Revolution, which is bloody and atheistic and communistic and naturalistic, is starting to rage against the historic Christianity of that nation, which was also in schism with Rome. So there is something going on here about consecrating Russia Because Russia is about to be a menace to the entire world. Why was Cuba wicked? Castro and all that. Because of Russia. Vietnam. Why did it become atheist and communist? Because of Russia. China, because of Russia. North Korea, because of Russia. Eastern Bloc countries that became communist and godless. Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia. And the errors of Russia have spread throughout the whole world. And Our Lady said, to prevent this, so that her Immaculate Heart will triumph over the whole world, the Pope, in union with the bishops, must consecrate Russia to her Immaculate Heart. And the Popes haven't done it. Now people will say, yeah, but Taylor... 1984, March 25th, 1984. John Paul II did it. No, he did not do it. He did not follow the instructions of Our Lady, the Theotokos. Let me tell you what happened on March 25th, 1984. And by the way, if you want an in-depth analysis Of this, as well as the other, one, two, three, four other attempted consecrations to Russia, including one by Francis, you can get all that on page 100 of Infiltration. I know some people say, why do you always show your book? Look, there's info in there. I'm not going to go through all of it. It's on page 100 of the book. The main one that people point to is the March 25th, 1984 consecration by John Paul II. Now, on that day, he made a consecration of the whole world to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. He says, all individuals and peoples. Cardinal Cordes says, quote, he himself had made this consecration on March 25th, 1984, when the statue of Mary came from Fatima to Rome. However, he had refused to specifically name Russia because the Vatican diplomats had urged him not to mention this country because otherwise political conflicts might arise, end quote. So John Paul II is like, you know, the Blessed Mother mother of Jesus Christ asked for this. I think I should do it. And the Vatican diplomats and the head honchos say, no, don't, don't do that. That's going to offend Russia. It's going to cause conflicts. And so John Paul II did not say Russia. And I believe that this is a sign to us, the laity and the priests, It's a sign that when Our Lady asks for something so small, it's a prayer. She says, Consecrate Russia to my Immaculate Heart. It's so small and so easy, but because of human fear, John Paul II omitted the name of Russia. I don't understand. Of course, in my own life, I've sinned. I've made mistakes. All sin is irrational. But if the Blessed Virgin Mary asks for something and it's specific, by all means, do it. If some other person comes along and says, I don't know, I think that's a bad idea. What they're saying is that the Blessed Virgin Mary's idea was a bad idea. You're using human intuition and human reason to reach a conclusion that is opposed to the Blessed Virgin Mary. That's a sign, I believe, to the laity and to the world that we have had popes, don't throw tomatoes just yet, we have had popes for over 50 years who have been listening to consultants listening to advisors, and then not doing the right thing. An example of that that's obvious is Cardinal McCarrick or the Legionaries of Christ with Maciel Maciel. Following and listening to human opinion instead of listening to heaven. Now, some of y'all know who Father Gabriel Amorth is. He was an exorcist in Rome. And he also confirms, because he was there next to the Pope, that John Paul II did not say the name Russia. He says, I was there on March 25th in St. Peter's Square. I was in the front row, practically within touching distance of the Holy Father. Then he says, John Paul II wanted to consecrate Russia, but his entourage did not, fearing that the Orthodox would be antagonized, and they almost thwarted him. So here's the idea. Because of ecumenism, this false idea that comes out of Vatican II, because of ecumenism, we're not going to do what the Blessed Mother asked us to do. How does this make sense? Gabriel Marth also said, when his holiness consecrated the world on his knees, he added a sentence not included in the distributed version that instead said to consecrate especially those nations of which you yourself have asked for their consecration. End quote. Gabriel Morth says this indirectly included Russia. However, a specific consecration has not yet been made. You can always do it, end quote. So John Paul II, because of his bad advisors, because of the fear of men, because of ecumenism with the Orthodox, instead of saying, we consecrate, or I and the bishops consecrate Russia to your Immaculate Heart, they say, we consecrate the whole world, the globe, especially those nations of which you yourself have asked for the consecration, end quote. My friends, That is not doing what Our Lady asked. Now, you might say, well, if you consecrate the whole world, don't you consecrate Russia? You do, but not according to the instructions of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Let me give you an example. Our Lady says, consecrate Russia to me. So the Pope writes a prayer and says, we consecrate the entire universe in galaxy to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. Does Ru- Is Russia inside the entire universe and galaxy? Yes, it is. Is that a consecration of Russia? No, it's not. Let me give you another example. You invite a priest to come to your house. You say, we, we, we've we got our new house, and we want the house blessed. And the priest says, no, no problem. And then... Couple weeks later, like Father, we really want you to come bless the house. He said, "Oh, don't worry about it. It's already blessed." I'm like, well, did you, did you already bless that? I'm confused. He goes, "No, I blessed the entire city last week, and your house is inside the city, so your house is blessed." Would you, as a Catholic, find that adequate? No. And this is because when we talk about blessing items, like if you want. A crucifix blessed, there's a special blessing for a crucifix. Specific words. We're not Protestants. We don't make up our own stuff. We follow the rules. So if Our Lady says, I want Russia consecrated, you consecrate Russia. Just like in baptism. We don't say... um, whosoever child this is currently in front of me over the baptistry comma I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost amen we don't do that we say the child's name we say Matthew I baptize you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost that right there is a valid baptism we specify The name of the person being baptized. So, was Russia consecrated? The world was consecrated. And that includes Russia. Was it consecrated in the way that Our Lady asked? I think it's pretty obvious. No, it wasn't. Now, I haven't even checked the live stream yet. By the way, there's a a poll... Right now, uh, on the right side or below if you're on an iPhone or Android. Do you believe that Russia has been consecrated, as Our Lady asked? So, I'd encourage you to to vote there. I want to see those results. And then, if you're watching this later, you can leave a comment. I'd love to see your comments. Leave a comment below. Do you believe Russia was consecrated um, by John Paul II or not? Maybe explain your reason there and we can have a good conversation. Now, of course, what's going to come up next... Is Sister Lucia. There was a letter allegedly by Sister Lucia, which says that on March 25th, 1984, John Paul II did the consecration of Russia. All right, so here is a letter which was translated and dated July 1st, 1990. It says, this is allegedly from Sister Lucia, I come to your question if the consecration made by Pope John Paul II on March 25, 1984, in union with all the bishops of the world, accomplished the conditions for the conversion of Russia, according to the request of Our Lady in Tui, in June 13, 1929. Yes, it was accomplished. And since then, I have said that it was made. And I say that no other person responds for me. It is I who receive and open all my letters and respond to them. End quote. So people say, Taylor, you're off your rocker. Lucia says that it was accomplished. Now, if you trust this, if you trust this, then yes. But I don't trust it because I don't. Trust the Vatican. As you know, I believe there's been a deep, deep infiltration since at least the 1960s. I know people also get into the fake Sister Lucia images. I got to admit, it does look like two different Sister Lucias. I got to admit it. I'm not convinced. I don't hold to it. But I got to admit, it does look like two different people. And that's troubling. Also, the Vatican was hiding the third secret of Fatima from 1960 to 2000 for 40 years. And when they finally did reveal it in 2000, they either revealed something that was not the third secret or they revealed part of it. I've done many videos on this on YouTube. I don't trust the Vatican at all when it comes to Fatima. And I certainly don't trust that this letter that allegedly comes from Lucia is legit. That's my take on it. What do you think? What do you think? Was it done in 1984? Is Lucia correct? Is this the real Lucia or is it the fake Lucia? I'm not going to show the pictures. You can look them up. I'm just saying the whole thing about Fatima is suspicious. And if you look at infiltration, the opening of the third secret, which happened under John the 23rd, is super suspicious and sketchy. And I document all of that from multiple sources. Almost anything from 1960 until this very day that has anything to do with Fatima that comes from the Vatican my immediate default position is that's probably fake news. I don't trust it. And one of the th- reasons I think Our Lady established the third, the three secrets, but the third secret, and asked for just a simple request to consecrate Russia. Are you ready? Sit down for this. Sit down. I'm going to say something. The reason I believe Our Lady, the Mother of Jesus, did all of this was to reveal the disobedience of the popes. To manifest and reveal the disobedience of the popes in Rome. She asks for the secret to be revealed in 1960, and she asks for Russia to be consecrated. These are simple things. Opening an envelope and publishing it in saying a prayer of consecration to the Immaculate Heart of Mary with the word Russia in it. Super easy. We're not talking about trying to go find the Holy Grail or some quest. And the popes won't do it. There's the content of the third secret. There's the importance of consecrating Russia. But one of the greatest mysteries of Fatima is that the popes were disobedient. Openly disobedient to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And now we all know. What else were they disobedient on? I'm not saying that they're entirely bad men. But I am saying, if Our Lady asks something supernaturally, and you don't do it, you listen to advisors, you listen to experts, That reveals something to the children in the church. And that's my take on Fatima. So going back to the Ukraine, I think it's excellent. And I applaud and I praise the Ukrainian bishops for stepping up and saying something that's controversial. I'm going to read their request one more time so you can feel the strength of it. This is not a, we kind of think it's a great idea. Wouldn't it be cool if you did this? Listen to their words, the bishops of Ukraine. Holy Father, in these hours of immeasurable pain and terrible ordeal for our people, we, the bishops of the Episcopal Conference of Ukraine, are spokesmen for the unceasing and heartfelt prayer supported by our priests and consecrated persons, which comes to us from all Christian people That your holiness will consecrate our motherland and Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Responding to this prayer, we humbly ask your holiness to publicly perform the act of consecration to the sacred Immaculate Heart of Mary of Ukraine and Russia as requested by the Blessed Virgin in Fatima. May the Mother of God, Queen of Peace, accept our prayer. Regina Pacis or Pernobis. Wow. Wow. Praise God. Ave Maria. And this also reveals that if John Paul II did it in 1984, why are we even still talking about it in 2022? And by the way, let me say, John Paul II making a consecration of the whole world, the Immaculate Heart of Mary, is a good thing. It's a beautiful thing. It brought graces into the world. It accomplished something. But it did not fulfill the request Of the Theotokos. The Virgin Mary. And so now. We come to a time. In which we will see once again. If a Pope in Rome. In his white cassock. Will get on his knees. And consecrate. To the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Russia. As requested. By the Blessed Virgin Mary. And if he won't, you know and I know that he's listening to people who are part of the infiltration and not part of the restoration and consecration of the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. And that's all I got to say about that. All right. It's Ash Wednesday. Obviously, I haven't been to mass yet. I haven't got my ashes yet but I'd encourage you in your fasting today to offer it for Rome, for the Vatican, for the papacy. Enjoy your fasting and pray your rosary every day. You and I as lay people, we can't consecrate Russia. It's not our vocation, but our vocation does include Pray the rosary every day. Don't pray the rosary. You're not on the team. That's your weapon in this war. That's your contribution in this war for Holy Mother Church. Pray the rosary every day or you're not on the team. Also, a special thanks to all the patrons who support this channel and my work. I'm writing a book right now. It's going to be a fantastic book. It might even be bigger than infiltration. And people making that possible, supporting me my writing and in my podcasting and my YouTube are the patrons at patreon.com forward slash dr taylor If you'd like to receive signed books, other merch, thank you items, go to patreon.com forward slash dr taylor marshall. Also this week up there right now are the audio files to listen to Leviticus and the gospel of Mark, which we have been finishing in our uh, daily Bible reading program at New St. Thomas Institute. Um, also, uh, Friday, I think we've scheduled up um, the Gospel of John and uh, Exodus, I think, also will be published up there as well. Uh, and that's available to everyone who's a patron at patreon.com forward slash Dr. Taylor Marshall. So big thanks to everybody on that. And again, if you like this video, hit the like button, share it on Facebook. And if you're new, make sure you do subscribe and hit that Subscription button. All right, friends, thanks for watching. Remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty and pray that we actually do have the consecration of Russia to the Immaculate Heart. God bless. Godspeed. Happy Ash Wednesday.